Good morning once again, 16 minutes after 7 o'clock. It's about that time, Michael Paul. Yeah, we got the man with us. Good morning, Gene. And a good and morning a good to morning. you. How's everybody? It's, it's all love and happiness on our end. How about you? Well, we're 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 on the sidelines here, enjoying life and all it has to offer. And I'm watching this national news, Michael. And I think the I think the dam is about ready to break wide open here. Yeah, you know what a week it was. Now we we none of us, you and I talked about this, and none of us had faith that a judge, a circuit judge in the federal court system would take on the, the the Biden administration basically is what she did, but she did it. And so, you know, we're all smiling because this is like, this is another chunk of the dam that just got knocked out. That's correct. You know, let's, let's put it into context for a second. You've got cocaine, which was found in the Biden's white house. You've got a dead body that was found at the Obama's house. You've got a male prostitute that was found at Pelosi's house. You've got an illegal server that was found at Clinton's house. And so the FBI raids Trump's house. You know, <laughs> you can't make this up. This is, no. a, it ties to your point, a complete imbalance of justice and the dam is about ready to break. And I think America, Democrat or Republican, better step up and vote in the right people and make sure that the agencies of government are corrected, specifically the DOJ and the FBI for the transgressions. Meanwhile, you've got this SBF, Samuel Bankman Freed, the little mini Madoff, who's just had charges against him dropped for the most heinous crimes in his cryptocurrency world. And on a technicality with the Bahamas for some inconsistency that causes the United States not to be able to go all the way now with its charges against against Samuel Bankman-Fried. I don't know why the USA is worrying about any conflict with the Bahamas anyway. It's their their military is so so strong, you know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so here's the deal: Hunter Biden's plea deal wasn't supposed to protect him; it was supposed to protect Joe. This sweetheart deal we've heard about was halted by an honest judge. The DOJ's unprecedented action to protect Hunter is falling apart and bravo to judge mary ellen noriga i'm sure it's pronounced mary ellen noriga she's an award-winning hero to me this was an unconstitutional agreement and the judge smelled a rat and now hunter and the media are mad at the judge and everything that she is doing to insulate Hunter's plea from judicial oversight and the possibility of judicial re rejection, Hunter's lawyers and the dependent, the, the Department of Justice included no mention of this agreement not to pr prosecute Hunter for further crimes in this plea agreement. Instead, they buried it, Michael. They buried it in a separate pretrial diversion agreement 
which they argued the judge was not a party to and therefore lacked the power to reject. She was blindsided about the completeness, the borders of this entire agreement between the prosecution and the defense. Now, Biden, who was supposed to come into the courtroom to plea, plead guilty to two very small charges, now pleads not guilty because it's apparent that the judge and the judge is infuriated. Boy, is that judge upset because, you know, now the judge can go back and the court system can go back and look at anything else that comes up. Why? Because in the last two or three days, an amicus brief from Jim, Jim Comey's, Jim Comer, excuse me, Jim Comer's House Oversight Committee brings forward the Devin Archer information, brings forward the uh, other information on the, uh, the House whistleblower, the whistleblowers from the FBI. And now this amicus brief being presented to the judge says, here, judge, here's some additional information, all documented, all credible, that came before Congress. Here it is. Add this to the case. She's reading through that and saying, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This, How can you agree to an agreement with all this information just coming out? And so someone the other day calls the clerk's office that manages the documents for the presentation to the judge's review yesterday and tries to strong arm the clerk's office to remove the amicus brief only to discover that the judge loses it and some of the staff and now to his to her credit talk about objectivity i don't know if i could have been so objective she decides to give a pass and let them let the both sides have 30 days to file new briefs. Meanwhile, our good buddy Hunter can't look for has to look for a job. He cannot pass, possess a weapon, cannot have alcohol and cannot have narcotics and must submit to testing for prohibited substances. This deal has fallen apart, Michael, and the deal sentencing to get rid of this is about to happen. We're going to see a whole new momentum build on this thing and no one can accuse trump of doing anything with this this has been so outside his control they're just the hunter biden legal team is fuming because of this potential evidence coming out on joe biden not hunter the problem is the son is being used to protect daddy that's what this is all about agree yeah, I, I do agree. And of course, Joe Biden's got he's got his own problems. And and this whole scenario was supposed to be, you know, basically put 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 down in this hearing. The judge was supposed to just rubber stamp what the Department of Justice wanted to do, which a lot of times, you know, Gene, if you think about it, a lot of times judges don't have the time to really look into some of these plea agreements. They just say, hey, the, the, the Department of Justice, the prosecuting attorney, hey, are you okay with this? Yes. All right. Are you okay with this? You know, defense attorneys? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, what, how do you plead? All right. I plead guilty to X, X, and X. And that's just pretty much how it works. But I think because of the, the, the public outcry, and I think because of the investigation that Congress is doing, God bless Congress, because if it were not for the Republicans in Congress, none of this would have happened. Correct. If the Congress, Jim, Jim Comer and Jim Jordan, 
had not from House Oversight and House Judiciary, had they not stepped up with this information when they took control of the House of Representatives as Republicans, this would not have come forward. You know, it's amazing. I had an interview on another network two days ago, and I was up against two Democrat liberals that were very very convinced that Hunter Biden's issues right now were being orchestrated by Donald Trump. I finally blew a cork and said, listen, Trump's been out of office near three years now. Who knows if he's coming back? But let me tell you what I know for certain. Donald Trump's kids were under investigation. They were interrogated. They were deposed for weeks, grill, grilled hard, for his, their father, they want to know more about their father's actions and investments before he got elected, not during Trump's term of office. And they grilled the kids so hard on those issues, trying to catch the Trump family on something. And here you have on national news, Biden in a caustic, cocky tone with his legs crossed, bragging about how he just got the prosecutor fired for the, his attempt to look into the shenanigans of his, for the prosecutor's intention to look into the shenanigans of his son and that Joe Biden was going to hold up $1 billion coming to Ukraine if the prosecutor wasn't fired. Now, in plain sight, right under your nose, they're doing this. More divert, deflect, and distract. It's a constant pattern that now is in your face, and it's up to the American people to step up and make sure our elected officials change the change the, the, the personnel initially, get rid of staff, and that could be three to five levels deep, and, and, and in return, change the policy, modify the policy as well. And if you don't if you don't get the policy modified, Back to the ultimate solution, constitutional amendments that have to now be imposed because our bad behavior wouldn't fix it. Yeah, because nobody in Congress is going to vote to limit anybody's power. They're going to continue with the same same old thing. Now, if convention of the states, I will say this, and, and you and I both know about convention of the states. Hopefully most people understand when we say convention of the states, understand that there's a movement underway as we speak to get legislatures across the country to vote in a constitutional convention which would mean they would send representatives from each state and they would be able to vote on things to change the Constitution. They don't need yeah. Congress to do this, by the way. So this is, but it's never happened. Everybody's a little unsure about it. But if you got good folks doing this, I don't think we have anything to worry about, number one. But number two, it it might get done in Washington if they see that they're about to do it to them. <laughs> You know, they, they might would rather have the charge of it and do it themselves than see somebody else do it to them. Yeah. 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 I had the privilege of interviewing a, 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 a an Israeli political and military analyst specializing in Middle East conflict and terrorism. I'm not changing the subject on you, Michael. It ties in. It has to do with the disciplines of respect and loyalty to our nation. We're soft. This military expert, Elliot Chodoff, who I had the chance to talk to two days ago here in the United States on a speaking tour, swung by and we did a little interview with him. 
he turned around and says, you know what the problem is with America? First of all, we, um, we, the Israelis, couldn't have a better ally, you in America. But the problem is, you guys are too soft. We don't have a border problem. We'll kill you if you come over illegally. <laughs> the entire border is a military border. Yeah, you don't is. get the chance to come over with a whining baby who may or may not be your child. You don't get the chance to bring in over 100,000 illegal insurgents that are terrorists trying to take over the country here in here in Israel. And when once you've finished your high school program, you are required by law here in Israel to spend two, maybe four years in the military, where we remind you about loyalty, honor, and respect to the nation of Israel. We have a volunteer armed forces here in the States, and the minimum standards for them coming in had to be softened because they're so woke, wimpy, and immature about their view. Well, uh, in a you you have to also blame the military leadership, Gene, because they've made the military somewhere where people are not interested in joining. Well, like I said a minute ago, when the next leader comes in, you got to take out not only some key people at the top, you got to go four or five levels down. You got to do an enema. You got to bring back the standards we're used to that protected this nation over the generation. Send them all to a proctologist to get their head examined. So, so the, the moral of the story is somebody's walking through the halls today saying they were talking about giving enemas today on the radio. <laughs> right. yeah, to get their brains checked. That's right. Okay, thank you. The Velvet Hammer, Gene Valentino from Escambia County down in Pensacola. We appreciate you joining us. Oh, it's yeah. great. Thank you, buddy.